Hi, I'm Dr. Mark Rackley, a chartered psychologist, and welcome to my podcast, I Have Issues. For almost two decades now, I've been working with adults and teenagers, helping them with their issues. I've worked with patients from all kinds of backgrounds, and one thing I know is that regardless of our differences, we all have issues. Many times I've heard my patients say to me, you know, Dr. Mark, I've got anger issues and I lose my temper so easily. Or I have control issues and I just find it so hard to express my feelings. Or I have jealousy issues and when I'm in a relationship, they rear their ugly head and I'm a bit of a nightmare. Issues is a word that's easily said. It's a throwaway comment sometimes. We say we have issues or that person has an issue with me. But when we say that word, what are we actually saying? What are we describing? Do we even know what we're trying to say when we use that word? This podcast is called I Have Issues. And yes, it's about mental health. Because mental health and our issues go hand in hand. This podcast is about exploring our issues What do we mean? What is the problem? How we can solve it, but also understand it so that our issues are not causing us difficulties in life. Now, let's be real. Not every problem we have in our life is an issue. If you have a problem with your mother-in-law's cooking, that's not an issue. That's an irritant. If you have a problem with your partner talking through your favourite TV show, Again, might be annoying, but it's really not an issue because these are things we can live with. The issues we're talking about here are far more difficult. They create problems in your life. They might make you sick physically and mentally. They might cost you your relationship. They might cost you your job. And in some cases, they're serious enough that they might cost you your life. So we're dealing with real problems here. But we're dealing with psychological problems because that's what issues are. Issues change the way we think, feel and behave. They change the way our brain works. And for that reason, when we have an issue, our life gets harder. And issues don't just affect us. They affect the people around us. They'll affect your family, your neighbours, your work colleagues, strangers that come across you. Sadly, issues aren't contained to just causing problems for us. They also cause problems for other people. Now, why? Why do we get these issues? Think of your issues as an uninvited party guest. So you're throwing this amazing party for your friends and family. You've been planning it. You've been excited about it. And then this random person turns up that you don't know and starts to cause mayhem. They drink too much. They get leery. They start picking fights with people at the party. You go to throw them out and they won't leave. In fact, what you realise is you're powerless to make this person leave the party. Our issues act in a very similar way, except it's not a party. 
They take up residence in our head and they refuse to leave. They don't bring joy into your life. They don't make your life better. Issues are life wreckers. They're party wreckers. They cause difficulty. Now, why does that happen? Because obviously that would be something we would never choose. I've never met a patient that said to me, yes, I've chose to be depressed or I've chosen to be anxious and have panic attacks or I've chosen to be a jealous person or I've chosen to be an angry person. I've never heard that. So then why do these things happen if they're not things that benefit our life and they're not things that we actively choose to do? There's no easy answer as to why we get issues. It's a complicated thing because there's many different variables that go on that can facilitate why we get certain issues. And we will try and tackle those in this podcast in later series. But let's just start at a place that might help us to understand the influences that go on as to why issues find their way into our life. We all have a life story. Every single one of us. And some of the story is boring. There's not a whole lot happens. There's not a whole lot going on at certain stages of our life. So for that reason, it has no influence. It has no real impact on us and how we actually function psychologically. Sadly, that's not the case for the whole of our life. There's other parts of the story that are chaotic, that are very problematic and that are sad or are very overwhelming when we're going through them. Those bits of the story will create the issues because those stories will leave us scarred psychologically. We'll have bad memories about that time. And when they're triggered, we won't be connecting with a happy part of our life. We'll be connecting with a very difficult part of our life. So for that reason, we get left with baggage, psychological baggage. And some people might be carrying a little bit of baggage and some people might be carrying loads. As we're trying to live and carry this baggage from our past, these become our issues because they become problems that we're trying to deal with going forward. Issues don't stay quiet. They might be confined to our heads, but they don't stay silent up there. They project themselves out into the world. They affect how we think. They affect what we say. They affect how we feel and they affect how we behave. So now our issues are actually coming out into our life and affecting our life as we live. Now, another reason why we might have issues as we live is what I call the ripple effect. So think about this. None of us have any choice as to the family we grew up in. That's a random act. We land in a family that has existed before we've come along. And in the generations that have gone before us, they also had no choice as to the families they were born into. So what you can see is this ripple effect that goes down through the generations. And then when we land in the family, we land in a system that may have had issues going on for a very long time. So put simply, the ripple effect is a bit like when you throw a stone into a lake. Depending on the size of the stone, the ripples are great or the ripples are small. 
So something very big could have landed in the family way before we've come along. And the ripple effect of that is still being felt to this day. So that could be anything like a traumatic death in the family, somebody struggling with addiction problems, some kind of external event that has affected the family and the family struggled to cope with it. So much so then that the family developed issues as a result of these circumstances and the issues were still being played out to this day. So that might be something like, for example, if somebody had addiction problems, then the children raised in that family before we arrived might have been exposed to violence, verbal abuse, neglect, physical abuse. So therefore, sadly, they ended up having issues as a result of living in that family. Now, unfortunately, what can happen is the issues get played out again in the next generation. So that can affect the person in terms of how they then raise their children and how they then deal with their own issues because of what they've experienced. Now, fortunately, not every parent does that. Some parents are very careful not to repeat their own childhood and protect their children from their own issues. They work very hard to ensure that this ripple effect isn't going to continue and they're going to try very hard to put a stop to it. But that's not always the case. Sadly, some parents repeat their childhoods and their parenting onto their own children. And so therefore then this ripple effect continues because they don't try and shield the children from the issues that they received from their family. Sadly, they repeat them. Many times in my clinic, I've heard my patients say to me, I've turned into my parents, I've turned into my mother, I've turned into my father, or I've ended up in the same relationship that they've ended up in. And that's the last thing I wanted. I didn't want that. But sadly, it happens. Now, in dealing with a situation like that, again, when I'm speaking to my patients, we have to understand the why. We look at the ripple effect. We look at the influences that may have gone on in their childhood and why this is happening now. And thankfully, that gives the opportunity for the ripple effect to stop and for troubled waters to become still. But of course, that takes awareness and that takes hard work on the part of the person to actually do that work themselves. So is this all hopeless? Are we at the mercy of our issues and there's nothing we can do to stop them? And there's nothing we can do to calm them down in our life. Thankfully, the situation is not hopeless. I've been doing this job for quite a while. And when you work as a psychologist, you are in a very privileged position because you get to sit with people and hear them tell you their stories. And sometimes I'm the first person to hear that story in that person's life which puts me in an incredibly privileged, but also a very important position for that particular patient. Now, when you do my job, it's difficult sometimes because there's things that I would rather not hear from my patients. There's things that I think I really could do without listening to that today. But that's the patient's story. That is their life. They, that is the issues that they have. And... In order for the issues to be understood, the person has to tell the story. 
the person has to hear themselves talk about what's going on so that we can make sense of the issue, help the person then to approach it differently so that they can start to work with it in a way that it's not making them sick anymore. Now, psychology is not an exact science. We know that because the brain is very complicated and there's loads of things we don't understand. But we know enough to be able to speak to people and help them to make sense of what's going on in their life. So it's not just about talking. It's about talking about the issues. It's about talking about those bits of our life we'd rather forget and bits of our life that we'd rather not have happened, but sadly they have. So in the talking, the talking then allows for that person to speak about what has gone on, but have another person sit with them and guide them through it and help them to be able to manage the bits of their life going forward differently than the way they had been before they started coming to see a psychologist. This podcast is about hope. Hope is one of the most powerful psychological processes we have because hope allows us to see things in the future that could be better, even though that hasn't happened yet. It's a very strong mindset that if we connect with it, it can hold us through difficulty, even though we're not out the other side yet. Why I can say with confidence that this idea of hope is something that can get us to a place where our mental health is better, we're dealing with our life in a much, much healthier way. It's because I've seen it. Like I said, I've been doing this job for quite a while. I have listened to thousands of patients. I don't know how many hours I've sat with my patients going through their issues with them. And even sometimes I'm shocked at the end when the patient is just being discharged and we finish at the journey the patient has gone through from where they began to where they've ended up. Many times I've heard my patients say to me, I don't recognise the person I am now from when I began. Now, I'm not Harry Potter. It's not magic we do in the room in terms of waving a magic wand and suddenly everything gets better in the patient's life. That's ridiculous. And I'm not saying that I have all the answers or I'm a special kind of psychologist that I'm able to do this work. No, that's not the case at all. In fact, in every single case I deal with, the patient works way harder than me because it's their story. They're emotionally connected to it. I'm the listener. I can hold the space so that the patient can express themselves and I can sit with them in very difficult, traumatic moments when they're recalling events in their life and they're trying to find their way through it. But it's not my story. I'm always emotionally detached. But for the patient, because it's theirs, it's so much harder for them. But again, I know this works because I've seen it again and again and again with my patients. And if you spoke to any other psychologist, they would tell you the same thing as well. We don't always get every patient better. Not every case is a success. But we know enough to be able to say with confidence that if we try to slowly open up and be honest with ourselves 
and to explore parts of our life that are challenging, that we create the conditions for change. And so therefore, there's possibility that the change would happen. So in this podcast, we're going to tackle loads of different issues that I've heard in my office. We're going to deal with things like jealousy, control, denial, pride, to name just a few. But we're going to go behind the issue. We're going to name it. We're going to start to pull it apart as to why this particular issue might find its way into your life. But far more importantly, we're going to tackle the how. How you can manage this issue so that it's not causing chaos in your life. So essentially, you're kicking that unwanted party animal intruder out. And you're stopping them causing carnage in your life. So in this podcast, it's about taking ownership and recognising what's going on for us when we're dealing with our issues. So it starts with you. Yes, there might be other people in our lives that are affecting our, our issues, but it starts with us because issues are about us. Can't blame somebody else because blame doesn't help us to be able to change. We can look at why and who and how the influences have found their way in. But the conversation starts with us. And the conversation starts with recognising that there's parts of us that maybe we don't like, there's parts of us that maybe we're embarrassed about, but we need to deal with them. And so therefore, it's got to start with you. Now, over the next couple of weeks, as we go into this podcast, we're going to tackle these different issues and we're going to start to really understand what's going on. The next episode is going to be about a very common issue that I see regularly with my patients, which is fear. Now, fear, if you have an issue with it, can be an absolute nightmare when it comes to trying to cope with it. If you have an issue with fear, you might be prone to having very bad bouts of anxiety or you might have panic attacks or you might have phobias or you might have things that you avoid because you're scared to do them. You might have a fear of flying. You might have a fear of expressing yourself. That can come out in social anxiety. So fear can cause all manner of difficulties in our life. If fear is a major issue for us, it can actually stop us living our life. So we make our choices based out of fear. We don't take risks. We say no more than we say yes. And what that does is that can actually stop us really living life on our own terms. And what we end up doing is kind of watching life go by. We're not really participating, we're observing in life, which is very sad because we miss out on events that can't be repeated. We might miss weddings, we might miss parties, we might miss opportunities to take jobs and to even relationships because we're scared. So in the next episode, we're going to jump into fear. We're going to understand why this issue happens and we're going to tackle it and use some very practical and proactive steps to manage fear if this is a problem in your life. 
So please tune in again. I hope you've enjoyed this first episode. I'm very much looking forward to getting into these different issues with you. Please do like, share, subscribe. If you like what you heard, please do share it. Uh, This podcast is something that I've been trying to do for quite a while. Obviously, life takes over sometimes and you don't don't move forwards with things as quickly as you'd like to. But if you feel the information has been practical and beneficial, don't keep it to yourself. Please do share it. Please follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok and the usual social medias. And once again, this whole podcast is about hope and change and trying to find your way forward differently. Thank you very much for listening. And I look forward to speaking to you about fear in the next podcast.